indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. We are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Danny University, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you are of all things dating and relationships. I swear, my co-host is just slipped. <laughs> no, you didn't say who you were first. You're supposed to say. I was going to do that. I was oh, going to okay. do that. Let's let's do take two then. No, we live, baby. This is it. <laughs> y'all got welcome. what y'all got today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your co-host, Professor Charles, along with my beautiful co-host, Professor Brittany. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Tonight, tonight, it is Thursday, y'all. Happy yes. Thursday. Happy, happy. Happy, happy Thursday. Shout out to everybody watching Facebook, YouTube, everybody listening uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you. Shout out to, <laughs> he didn't, <laughs> I'm looking at our guest in the, in the, um, in the backstage of his name. I love it. <laughs> Oh, he changed his name. All right. Um, yes, thank you, one and all, for always watching us. Thank you for enjoying our content. So you know what your job is. You know what your homework is. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. We love you guys so, so much. Uh, hey, what's going on, Brittany? How you feeling? I'm feeling great today. You yeah. know, it's my favorite day of the week. Okay. I'm on like a a chill type vibe tonight. Yeah, um, because I have a really busy weekend, mm -hmm. so I just know that I need to harvest up my chill yeah. before it gets really chaotic. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I do. I do. How are you? I am kind of on the same boat. You know, just kind of, you know, we coming back off of a nice little quick vacay. A uh, little getaway situation. Uh, and, um, yeah. You know, got dumped right back into the freight of work. But. Uh, For sure. I think we have a really busy weekend as well. So, so I'm busy. with you. Conserving the energy. You got to harvest the energy. Yeah, you got to contain it. You can't give it all. Yeah. Because I normally give it all, like, on our show. And then, like, like right after. Do you crash? After oh, you, my you God, yeah. Out. I mean, granted, we have to do a, a post-show talk, but after yeah. that, I chill. I watch yeah. my shows, and yeah. I'm just in, like, coast mode until work tomorrow. Oh, man. I, let me... Mine is different. Like, I crash, fam. Oh, like, crash. like, you know, I, I guess it's because, you know, not only am I hosting, but I'm doing the producing side, so I'm making yeah. sure the comments is up, making sure the music is good. Speaking of, Jesus, I got that plan. See, I'm messing up, y'all. No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even notice the music wasn't playing, so they wouldn't have noticed either. There it is. Cool. Charles, by the Yo. way, I'm excited for the weekend, meaning Sunday. Yes, I am so excited. I am so excited. Why am I so excited? Because my Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, give so, up for the birds. Come I am not football savvy, so I don't even know when the last time they won a Super Bowl, when the last time they've been to a playoff. Fill, fill me in. 
Those um, so we went to the Super Bowl back in 2017 uh, against the Patriots, uh, who was heavily favored to win, and we skunked them with our backup quarterback <laughs> at the time. So yeah, man, we, you know, it took us a couple of years to kind of, you know, get the pieces together. We got, you know, some excellent talent at quarterback, Mr. Jalen Hurts. Our offensive line is crazy. Our defensive line is crazy. Our, I mean, we got three of the best running backs in the league right now. We got our secondary is crazy. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to be a cakewalk against the, the Chiefs, but uh, yeah, well, I think we're going to pull out a win. I got that feeling. It's, it's welling up. The same feeling I had back in, 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 in 2017, okay. 2018, when I was like, okay. I was telling everybody, I was like, yo, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And everybody was looking at me like I was crazy because I was like, what are you talking about? The Patriots is going to win. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Not today, not today. And lo and behold. Nah, and lo and behold, we back in, yeah, and my, my fiance, my future wife, my, my, my queen, my love, my muse, my inspiration. Oh, wow. Okay. Does not like okay. the fact when I get to talking about my Eagles because she likes another team, actually, too, which is, you know, whatever. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know why I like it one, but two. I know, right? Yes. I, I know, right? I know, right? So, all right, tonight, what are we talking about tonight? It was before we get into all that, before we get into all that. We got a special guest backstage. Y'all know him. Y'all have seen him. Y'all I really him. know him. You really know him. I, I really. Biblically, I if you're a church person, biblically, I know him. Oh, my God. Yes. In real well, life, I really know him. Yes, we are <laughs> welcoming back to the classroom. Uh, and he's, he look, he, he, listen, did you see his name that he changed his name? No, I didn't to? see his name. You can't see it in the backstage? No, I can't see oh, it. okay. All right. You got to see it. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the classroom. Um, <clears throat> Professor D-Bev. <laughs> What's up, baby? What's up, brother? Hey, hey. I'm gonna start off by saying that I'm sitting here rocking the merch, okay? The the classic black love that you know we're celebrating this month, Black History, Black Love. Yes. Let's keep it consistent, baby. Let's go. You yes, know, I love it. Thank yes, you. So yeah, get the merch, y'all. Get the merch. If you can support my baby and my brother show, cost a couple of dollars. It ain't a whole lot, you know. Go ahead and get a t-shirt, get a pair of hoop and shorts. That's my next you know what I'm purchase. Saying? Get a t-shirt. That's my next Rock purchase. The merch. So yes. happy yes. Friday Eve to the both of y'all. Yes. Uh, happy Friday so Eve. Happy For Friday our Eve. new listeners that have never listened, to our new viewers that have never viewed, this guest down here is my handsome husband. <laughs> my handsome husband. Indeed. Welcome, love. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And oh, speaking of the merch, man, man, I'm working on something. Ooh. I but got a fresh hoodie. It, man. I, got a, I got a fresh hoodie. You, you oh, keep doing what man. you're doing. I ain't going to take you away. Mike's going to be like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> no, this one right here. <laughs> this will never leave my side. I promise. We I may have to send one to the goat, LeBron James. Hey, man. 
We might hey, he put that record yesterday right. too, so you know. Yeah. We're looking yeah, for a look, T-shirt. Look, look, she already stouting. Look at her. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. Oh yeah, scout you can't nerd. Can't say the word and not expect women to be like. Have it. What? <laughs> Oh man! I'm gonna try to drop it tonight. Try to drop it. Tonight. So take your time, brother. Take your time. I'm so excited to get into tonight's topic. Yes, we what have are we been discussing. About? We have been discussing the. Oh, this show is just so good. The best man final chapters. We have been delving into different relationship dynamics. And this week is a continuation of our conversation. The first pair that we looked at, the first relationship that we discussed was that of Harper and Robin. Now, what better segue, what better couple dynamic to discuss than Harper and Jordan? Mm. Can't discuss one dynamic without discussing the other so tonight we're going to dive in to the harper jordan saga and boy has it been a saga juiciness the juiciness so juicy so if we go back to the first movie y'all we get backstory about how they were in college and they were supposed to hook up So we already know there's some kind of sexual tension there. But then we go to the present and they're meeting up for Lance and Mia's wedding. And so we see in the first movie, there's some unresolved sexual tension, them both wanting to explore the what if. And mind you, as we discussed last week, Harper was in a whole relationship with Robin. So how was that gonna work? So here we have Jordan already being a known sneaky link and her being okay with that. Her being okay with that. So before they even get a chance to to blossom whatever type of sexual tension they had, Lance read the uninterrupted business book. He didn't like it. And my man Harper got yanked. And he unfinished, got unfinished business. Unfinished. What did I say? Un, uninterrupted. <laughs> it was uninterrupted, but <laughs> unfinished business. And man, oh man, he got banged up, y'all. He got banged up. Ooh. He wanted to do some banging, but he got banged up. Mm-hmm. And so he he shows up to Jordan's, you know, her door, and he's ready to go. And she sees his face like, what the hell? That's not the type of banging I'm trying to get, but... Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he pretty much runs down all that happens. And, you know, when you're talking to somebody that you're interested in, that you've invested so much time and, and you know, emotional energy into, you're hoping that they're a little soft with their approach. Mm-hmm. Homegirl wasn't soft at all. She had no sympathy. She had no time for that. She was like, it's your fault. And she pretty much kicked the man while he was down. Took her lingerie and she looked pretty damn good in that lingerie. Not gonna yeah, lie. she did. That she did. She, did. she was just like, this is on you. And I think that was when he needed her the most. Mm-hmm. Like sex aside, 
I need you as my friend mm-hmm. because that's the foundation of what we have. Right. That's not, that's not what she. That's not where she was. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she took that and said, "You know what? This is this is on you. I'm going to bed. What was supposed to happen, it ain't happening no more." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the first movie. That's the first installment. So let's start there. Okay. Let's start there. Any takeaways from that first movie? Like what? How do you feel about Harper? How do you feel about Jordan? How do you feel about them individually as well as collectively together? All right. I'm, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off. Um, I felt like Harper and Jordan were two ships passing in the night. Wow. Okay. Um, they both had this attraction to each other. Um, but you know, it was always like we talked about last week. It was always something that got in the way. Always. And so you were kind of just you know stuck with the 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 what ifs, and those what ifs can be really powerful. Oh my gosh. Yes. It can be really, really powerful. Yes. Um, and I feel like Harper got with Robin because she was safe. Woo! It wasn't a whole lot of um it was it was a lot of what you see is what you get. Well, not no. Let me re- let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. With Robin, it was more like, like I said, she was safe for him because um, he knew that she would be there for him yes. through thick and thin. Yes. Jordan, on the other hand, was his desire. Yes. Desire is passion. Desire mm. is lust. Desire That's is good, you know, yes. it's, it's, it's it's one yes. thing, and it's rare that you will find somebody that has your safety and your desire. So he liked two women, which can happen, just like a woman can like two men. It's just Robin was safety. It was consistency. It was yes. uh, the future that he wanted, the, what he what he needed. And then Jordan, like I said, was his desire. It was his passion. It was his his muse. Yes. That got all of his creative juices flowing. But like the brightest star. They fizzle out real fast. Such a good point. Yeah. 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 Jerry, what do you think? So I've been thinking about this, you know, uh, for the last couple of weeks. And um, I want to applaud the director of uh, Best Man, Best Man Holiday and Best Man uh, Series. Because I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not sure people can think about the sheer genius in this and this, these shows, these, these movies, that shows black relationships from all sorts of ways, okay? So I want to start off saying that. Um, <laughs> Jordan and Harper, okay, they are the stories that we don't really hear about because 
you know, you always hear, oh, you find that right one and it's going to work out, you know? Yeah. But this is the case where you find a right one and it doesn't work in your favor because that right one really wasn't the right one for you. All right? Now, hear me out for one second. I think that Jordan appeals to the worst side of Harper. Ooh. Reason why? Ooh. Reason why? Ah. If you watch part one, okay, uh, Merch asked, asked Harper, hey, when was the last time you seen Jordan? Harper said, oh, last year. We didn't get a chance to hang out because, you know, she was busy with this. I was busy with that. Okay. So we don't know if Harper was single at the time, but, you know, they could have had a time to hook up, you know, and see that what else. Now, Jordan on part one uh, uh, <laughs> tempted Harper to cheat on his fiance for her selfishness. Okay. Even though they may have had that last summer before to hook up, she decides now is the time to hook up. Even though I know your fiance is coming tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's sneak this in. Girlfriend, okay. not fiance. So, I'm sorry, fiance, uh, girlfriend. So, um, so that's one. Okay. Two. I, we're going to fast forward to the second movie for a second. No, we're still right, in the first is, one, baby. Okay. It's not a spoiler, but, you know, it, it okay. kind of proves my point. Okay. Second movie, um, you know, they all get back together for the first time. You know, Lance and Harper is already on, like, their nights. Okay. You can tell that Lance is, like, kind of dealing with Harper. All right. And um, so... Harper's um, book isn't selling too well. He decides I'm going to try to uh, going to try to do a bio on Lance without asking Lance. So that night, uh, Jordan sneaks to the kitchen and sees Harper jotting down notes, and she's, "Hey, you know, oh, you, you're doing a bio on Lance," and he's like, "Yeah." Now, a reasonable friend that know that situation from part one. Would have at least said, "Hey, at least ask Lance. Have you asked Lance this? Like, what is his, you know, what I'm saying what, what, what is his uh, approach on this?" But no, she didn't take that approach. She said, "Oh, look, I can help you with this. Make sure that Maya knows because he'll do everything Maya says." So she she caters to his greediness because they both have that business minded self. They had that business minded where business comes first so um now if you look at a relationship they're both very business-minded they're both successful i mean even though harper goes through a, a rough time you know and, and and jordan is very successful but if you look at jordan's life she doesn't have a man she doesn't have no she don't have a problem getting a man she has a problem keeping a man because mm-hmm. i believe her life business comes first uh harper ends up finding that safe woman who is the opposite of him and marries her. And like you said last week, babe, uh, um, I don't want to, I'm getting character names, but his uh, Robin, she is what he needed at that time. Like you said, when he got beat up by Lance, he needed his friend. His friend was not dead. But the moment his, his girlfriend got off the plane, he told her what happened. She was mad at him cheating, but she helped him go through that situation. So 
Um, so yeah, so when you see that two that that dynamic right there, I'm sure that that uh, Jordan is jealous because she could have had that, but she don't bring that side to him. She 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 doesn't. That's why they're not together. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. You mm-hmm. know, because she can't be there for him. Yeah. When she when he really needs. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. when we look at the first movie, Jordan is overly aggressive. Mm-hmm. Robin is overly passive. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they bring those two energies together when they are around each other, it's very mm-hmm. passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have Robin that knows what's happening and she chooses not to say anything. But then you have Jordan. You're you're aggressive when she's not there. But now that she's here, you're extra quiet. Mm-hmm. You're guilty. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what to say. And I I noticed that energy as soon as Robin walked in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, side chicks be real vociferous. They real talking Ooh. when when you better when come on with the loquacious. Come on now. Yeah, but <laughs> once, once the girlfriend's in the room, that that boastfulness, that mm. bigger, that louder than life personality, that mm. aggressiveness, now you're t- now you're timid. Mm. Now you don't know what to do. Now you don't know what to say. You have this awkward hello, and you have these two women that have this man in common, but they're not at a place to discuss because A, they're there for a wedding, but B, that's how the dynamic usually goes. The side chick has all this mouth behind closed doors, but then when she's confronted with the woman, it's like, oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> miss me with the fitness, girl. Now you, you you said something, Brittany, um, about Jordan being the aggressive one and and Robin being the more passive one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of goes to where men usually find themselves settling. We like aggression to an extent. But there is something so attractive about the the passiveness, or or more so the the quietness of of a woman. You know what I'm saying? And I and again, I think that's again, like I said, Robin was his safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like you you know when. Oh my goodness! I want to get it all together, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a piecemeal. I'm a piece, no, you can piecemeal. We got we got time. We got time, and we got, we got, time time and we got several stages of the relationship. Got several stages. So yeah, um, and you can see how visibly I don't I don't want to say uncomfortable, but that is the word that when Rob when uh, when Jordan was being aggressive to him. He was just uh, flustered. Flustered is the better word. Like you, like, like, oh shh, like, oh my god, you, <laughs> and you know us, and, and well, there's you, our men really used to that. Are they exactly? Are exactly. Used to and I was, a woman and I was, that knows what she wants, especially in the sexual realm. Exactly. A woman that's like, I want to have sex with you. Exactly. Like, especially we're not used to like, Yeah, we're not used to getting that not type of energy. And you know, and and not only 
not being used to having that energy thrown at us but to have two women that want us at the same time mm. that, that, <laughs> right. especially if you're not living that <laughs> if you're not living that player lifestyle it 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 it, it mm. your 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 wires are crossed right oh yeah what year did this movie come out the first one was it in the 90s it was um 1995. so yeah. think about that it, it's more common now for women to be um sexually expressive to be comfortable in their own skin but thinking about that aggressive nature in the 90s like we were still in this traditional like women shouldn't really talk about sex sex for women is such a dirty word so i really appreciated the fact that she was confident and like i want this let's do this she set up you know her apartment she was ready to go i mean she had the candles going the lingerie on this is what it is when he comes i'm about to drop it low <laughs> and i love that about her mm -hmm. um robin it was also on her time exactly it was on her time. It was, yeah. it was also on her time. Exactly. And, and, you know, we 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 fail to realize sometimes that the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's funny with Harper, and it it still makes me sad. I him hmm. when Robin, not Robin, when Jordan is aggressive with her sexuality, he jumps at it. But when Robin was aggressive, the only time she was aggressive was talking about taking their relationship to the next level. He dragged his feet. Mm. He 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 was he was having that avoidance type of of conversation, like, oh, let's change the subject or let's let's divert our energies here. Mm. When it comes to sex, you down with it, you bowed about it. But when it was time to really get serious and talk about life with somebody that's been holding you down. You made this girl, I mean, you left her with a cliffhanger. Like, oh, I'm about to head out. Like, I'll meet you at this wedding. And it's a wedding of all places. And she's like, when are we going to get to that place? And he's like, well. Oh, but can I uh, comment on that? Yeah, baby. Because uh, I kind of understood where he came from. The thing with Robin was, Robin wasn't stable. That was her flaw in the first movie. When he um first saw his boys and whatnot you know they joked around and he's like what is she and he's like when quentin said oh she's this and they said oh no she's that heart and and uh Marissa's like, oh no no she's that and, and 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 um jordan was like no she's a chef god damn it like she done went through so many different professions okay and you know at that part of your life you kind of want to be settled down and, and it's into your career, and she's still trying to find hers. So I think one of the flaws that she had to him was the fact that she couldn't find her footing into her career, you know? And I, I think it seemed, it kind of seemed like that for a while. Well, this, well, I see the second movie for the second movie, but uh, at that time, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's like, well, I could have had this woman right here who has a lot, has her own, has her own success, but I'm with this woman who can't even figure out what she wants to be. Yeah, mm. sure. And mm -hmm. I, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, sorry, Charles, go ahead. Yeah, again, it's it's <laughs> it's the desire versus the safety. You know, it, yeah. he saw the drive that 
Jordan had and he was yes. attracted to it. Yes. And then, you know, he thought that he would still be attracted to Robin in that same kind of way. But, you know, flake after flake after flake, you know, it kind of, that, that weighs a toll on you, you know? Yeah. Like, like we talked about in the last episode, like he dragged his feet on so many things when it came to her. Like it, he dragged his feet when she told him she loved him from the first time. And he was like, uh, all right, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he dragged his feet with, you know, the whole like wanting to be together. Then he just, he went off the deep end with proposing at somebody else's wedding. And then he continued to continuously like drug his feet with everything else because it went from safe and stable to unknown. And Harper doesn't do well in the unknown. No, and that's that's a really good point. But the unknown with Jordan is the fact that in the first movie, we see her as this aggressive boss woman that's in control of her career. We see her as that friend that's giving out advice, that's giving out business advice, friendship advice, but we don't really know her in a nurturing relationship mode. So mm -hmm. we can't speak to how she is as a girlfriend. We can't speak to how she is as a partner and that's the unknown that harper had to realize for himself like you know what we have this commonality of business mindedness and being savvy and being able to network and being able to command a room but i can't say that i can connect with her on a relationship level because when i needed her to be that emotional um foundation for me she couldn't even give me that and I so think that I was think that's what pulled him back. Yeah, I think that's what that was, pulled him back. That was the unknown. Like, well, good grief. I don't even know if I can be with her because I don't even know if she'll be there if I need her to hold me down. Yes. And that's the thing, you know, and, and let's call it what it is. Jordan was and is emotionally unavailable. Yeah. She wasn't emotionally mm -hmm intelligent or intuitive she wasn't emotionally intuitive let's put it like that because she was very emotionally intelligent when it came to her own life um with right. her getting her you know taking control even when you know she was already in control and it felt like it was a lot of stuff was beyond her control she had to be like you know what nope i gotta take control of it but her emotional intuitiveness she lacked Right. she wanted what she wanted when she wanted it right I mean, and, and and that's how it usually goes with um people who are in uh in career mode and they're you know consistently climbing the ladder it's all about the next rung like how do i get to the next rung yeah you know what i'm saying you know who do i step on who do i gotta move and shake and schmooze and all of this and everything and that's how she dealt with her romantic things it was, I mean, okay. Take, for instance, when they were on the island for Quentin's uh, wedding. Um, the young the young guy, I can't remember his name, 
but he was the photographer, but also the shaman and all that other stuff. <laughs> and he was like, he was being dominant. He was, you know, he was, he was suave. He was trying to, you know, really get her to, you know, kind of crack that nut and open, you know, open her up <laughs> a little bit. And then she was just, mm -mm, no, it's, it's on my time. It's on my terms. It's on how I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then when she finally kind of opened up and she saw another layer of this man, it was just like. Right. But it, that I, back out. I feel like for that, that's still temporary because at the heart of it all, her and Harper have this underlying selfishness in common. Ooh, like, hell yeah. You do. Business yes, together. Do. When you're, yeah. when you're in these cutthroat professions, you kind of have to be selfish because there's competition and you have to be able to come out on top. You want to be the best on top, you need, you have to write by yourself, make it work. You want to, you know, have the best show. Sometimes you got to step on some necks to get to the top of the best show. But um, with Robin, throughout the first movie, even segueing into the second, um, she ended the first movie alone. Everybody else had somebody mm -hmm. besides her. Mm -hmm. And it, it's lonely. It's lonely. So when you look at the second mm -hmm. movie, you're like, oh, she has someone. Mm -hmm. But for me, it still wasn't believable. I'm like, this relationship doesn't even go together. It's not even for the obvious reason that this man is white. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that she has a man. Right. It was I'm a placeholder. Like, I just don't see you with someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't no. understand. And I think they did that intentionally to show us like there are some people that just may not be relationship material, but they mm -hmm. may want companionship. And then wanting companionship, do you want the responsibility of having your own partner or is it easier to be the side? It's easy to be the side. But go ahead, Darius. Now, there's a line, there's a scene in, uh, in, in the, the second movie that you got to catch. Now, when he when they first came, she said he's only here for a night because he's going to go with his family in Vancouver. Okay, so the next morning, he's getting into the car. They kiss. She comments about the sex they had that morning, and he says, "You know, sometimes I feel like you don't need me." And she she answers by saying, "I don't." Hmm. And you can see in his face, like he's like, "Why am I here?" You know, and um, you know, she kind of <laughs> I wouldn't say she shrugs him off, but you know, it's like she could not understand what he was saying, you know, and he just like, okay, you know, just give her a kiss, got in the car and drove off. And Harper was coming back from a jog and he's looking at you know, looking at the guy, his name's Brian. Looks at Brian and uh looks at, at Jordan like, Hey, you know what what happened? And she's just like you know, and it is sad because you know, uh, Brian was uh, the 007 looking white guy. You know, he wasn't no trailer trash. Yeah. You know, he was not, you know, he was, he, he, he was, I, you know, he wasn't an ugly dude at all. Okay. Right. Like, he looked like he was her type, you know? Right. And we didn't even know Brian's, um, we didn't even know Brian's career. We're just assuming from context clues what he is in life. Yeah. And they're probably right up there with each other. Brian, mm -hmm. like Jordan, I mean, I'm sorry, Brian, like um, like Harper, needed something from 
neither something from Jordan that she was not willing to give up. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna say this with all truthfulness because I have been here before in my life. Ladies, the worst thing you can do to a man is reject him when he is becoming vulnerable. Okay. For a man to become vulnerable to you means he trusts <coughs> you more than he trusts any other woman. Vulnerability is not something that's handed out at all. Like women will hand out, I feel like women can love, they can love freely, and they can hand almost not necessarily hand out love, but you know, they they give love free more freely than we do. Mm -hmm. The one thing that we hold is trust. Mm -hmm. For me to trust you to see me in my most vulnerable state mm -hmm. is something that I don't show everybody. Okay. Yeah. So um that is one of the worst things to do to any man, any man on earth. Because we do not give that out, we don't give that away, and uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and we're we're, we're at an age where men has to be tough. Well, we were at an age where men have to be tough. You know, we were taught not to cry, not to not to uh, look weak, nothing like that. And you don't want to look weak in front of your woman, but when you do have to look weak in front of your woman, you gotta trust her that she won't look at you some type of way. And it's still a so, strength in that, and and you yes. know, and. <laughs> And it took us forever to finally get that, you know, <laughs> as, as we grew older, you know, that. Right. Well, of course. Yeah. Being vulnerable is not about being weak. It's a, it's about being strong enough to be like. I need know, help. I need help. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And, you mm -hmm. know, the sad part about it is even in vulnerability, I feel like <laughs> Jordan brought that man out there. Okay, Brandy. The only. She didn't she lied, though. person. <laughs> So I said again, baby cake. I feel like Jordan brought Brian to the, you know, the retreat because she didn't want to be the only uncoupled person. Oh yeah, of That's course. What, I mean, course. imagine course, you have yeah. everybody that are in not just relationships; these are like marriages, marriages married love, families. Right? Now. This is called it's long, love. long black love. Right. And then yeah. you have her showing up, so it's like, you mm -hmm. know, I, I, I need to be a part of this. The man's not even black, but still black love. She's like, I'm going to bring somebody out here to <laughs> make it believable to not only them, but try to convince myself that this is what I want. And so in the second installment, you don't really see a lot, a lot of interaction between Harper and Jordan because we, we have to move on with the fact that Harper's now married. And it's pregnant. Completely different. Married and pregnant is completely different. Like Harper is so into his wife that Jordan, if you even tried, you would get your feelings hurt. A pregnant woman, especially at a moment where you know things are coming out with Mia, like emotions are so raw and vulnerable, and seeing Lance be a good husband to his wife, I think that brings that out of Harper as well. Like Harper tends to feed off the energy that's around him. He you. does. He's and a chameleon. So he's able to now step up and be a good husband. And I think they wanted us to see him focusing on his family and not caught in the middle because that wasn't the time or the place to be conflicted. Mm -hmm. So that's right. why I'm really thankful for the second installment. It was a feel-good movie with, with sad parts, of course. Mm -hmm. We were able to see Real like the strength parts. of Black love, the strength of Black family, the strength of community coming together. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. the whole Jordan side piece saga, we were able to chill and breathe and relax. And I, I didn't dislike her as much in this, in the second installment for other reasons outside of like, you're just selfish and you get on my nerves. 
Mm. But it was the final chapters where I'm like, okay, now now you and I need to talk, Jordan, because now now you're back to your ways. Mm. You see, before, the we, before we before we get to that part, can we talk about the good of Jordan we, and Harper? Yes, because there was a lot of good. They, I mean, we always yeah, we're only thinking about the salacious part of their relationship, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of good in their relationship. I think they're like I mean, good I friends. I think, you I know, mean, they're, yeah, they're, real they're able friends. to they're connect friends. on a friendship level, on a business level. She gives good business advice. Like, they're there for each other at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Don't say okay. but. Don't no, say but. But was like. <laughs> they're good friends. I mean, they're good friends. So but that's, let me that's ask. Though, we're, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna explore the fact that you know that having that relationship, that that friendship that they had, um, gave them. Like it's it like I don't want to say sharpened how they, but it shaped how they moved further in their life. What do I mean by that? Okay. Um. <laughs> you read our faces. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm, I'm just, I, I just want. I just want to explore yeah, that sure. the good part about you know having the the male female friendship and you know how we can like it, it can help you move forward and and like how she helped him see the the foolish way that he was acting like with the book she was just like bro like you really gotta tell you aired your dirty laundry you aired your dirty laundry without talking to the crew like you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's sometimes our girlfriends won't be as honest with us you know what i'm saying and sometimes, you know, from the female side, sometimes your female friends won't be as honest with you. So it's it's something important about that relationship. Yeah. And I don't and I don't think they they hinted at it a lot in the movie, but they never um explored it because I think they wanted to stay in that little bit of like will they won't they realm. Like even after back in all right, so towards the end in the series, the 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 scene with the rubber bands, the rubber band ball, that stuck out to me so much because I was just like, because at one point like they really were like dope ass friends, like you know, and they really cared for each other, and they really, um, you know, despite the you know the marriages and the relationships, and and um and everything that they continued to how do I want to say it like you said they fed off each other in that in that yeah. sense I could, see here's the thing I have to go there okay Charles you have women friends Barry mm-hmm. you have women friends mm-hmm. I love the platonic friends that you both have Mm-hmm. I know them. Harper and Jordan are not all of the way platonic. Oh, absolutely. They're not the, the she's the friend I wouldn't trust around him by themselves. They mm-hmm. feed off of each other in public. 
they they can have a platonic relationship in public, but when they get alcohol in them, when they get time, space, and opportunity to be alone, that that platonic is out the window. I mean, they they have so much good, but they also have that underlying chemistry where it's like, yeah, if Harper yeah. were my man and he said, "Oh, I'm about to go have drinks with." With Jordan, I'd be like, "What time are we leaving?" We going. Yeah, hold on. Uh, uh, but babe, you were asleep. I'm awake now. Bonnet off. Makeup on. Let's go. It's like we outside. So at the heart of it all, it's like, are they truly platonic friends, or are they friends with a little bit of oomph? Well, see, I, I think the the love between them kind of makes them gives them the friendship that they have. Yes. Are they platonic friends? Not necessarily. Right. They're that couple. They're that. They're the friends that could have, should had, but didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But her love for her, her love for him, uh, keeps things one hundred between each other. Where, like, like and Andrea said, like she helped him to a, a accountability that right. nobody else did. Exactly. I mean, yeah, even when the fellas got together, I mean, Lance would get pissed at at at, uh, at Harper. But I mean, the guys never sat down and said, "Hey, man, we need to, we need we need to hash this out." You know, exactly. It was that, that Jordan. Was yeah, was it was point. Jordan that said, "You aired out your dirty business." Mm -hmm. You know, with the book. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, you, you know, you know, platonic friendships can be very interesting because it can be. It can be. We don't know how they first met, whether it was in college or high school or whatever. But we know that at some point they, they, in college, they, they uh, should have been together, but they didn't. Okay. So that's going to always linger in your friendship. You know, and even though you're trying to be friends, you are trying to keep things on a friendly level. The fact that, you know, y'all didn't explore this sexual tension that you guys mm -hmm. have, it's going to always keep popping up. Mm -hmm. And then when you have somebody that have a selfish mindset, mm -hmm. Uh, they're not going to say no to it. Somebody, somebody's going to have to say no because the other one's not. So, you know, that's what <laughs> made the relationship so dramatified. But yeah, um, I, and I agree with yeah. you. I agree with you. I agree with you so much. Like, I, I really wish they would have played up a little bit more of, you know, their real friendship. The like, the, like what it was supposed to be versus like the the sexual attraction between the two i think that ma that made it so much one-sided it made it it made their relationship more one-dimensional than than anything else but you know things like that if it don't get settled it kind of grows so exactly so exactly little, little secret with me is i saw part one at the movie theater okay mm -hmm. And I was rude for them to hook up before his his girlfriend oh, came yeah. out. Everybody was. And I was pissed when, you know, she got off the plane and he didn't. Like, oh man, you should, you know. Yeah. At 20 years old, I'm, you know, they with a 20 year old mindset. Like, oh man, yeah. you should have hit that. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know, the yeah. fact that he never did and it got that close. Yeah. You know, it's going to, it's never going to go away. You know, it's, it, for you to, for that to go away, you gotta stop being friends. You know, and most of us, of course, we don't want that to happen. But yeah, and, um, and, and and it happens. Yeah. Like as you mm -hmm. as you grow, 
and you're you're in a, a new relationship and a new marriage and you have a past with someone else yeah you kind of you definitely have to cut that shit off and 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 move move forward because you know you don't want you know even if you are dead set against anything going on with this person you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? it's the comfortability of your mate that you want to keep you know in intact you don't want right. them to be wondering like oh god you're going out with this person like what's gonna happen you know right. and, it, exactly. and, it makes, and it makes them question everybody else that you have in your circle how right. many of these other motherfuckers have you fucked? You know what I'm saying? That's what we're saying. Platonic friends. Yeah, that's no fun for nobody. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, no, I, no, one on. wants to be, no one wants to be, you know, questioned every, single, every time they go out. You know what I'm saying? Because uh huh. just because you're in a relationship, just because you're in a marriage, just because, you know, you're in these situations. <laughs> doesn't mean that you are 100 like only about this person like you can't go not a near other place without you know what I'm saying your spouse your significant other mm-hmm. it's the trust that is built in uh-huh. between that time and not only the trust but the introduction of the people right right uh-huh. And just come up with some new friend. I mean, I know we're going a little <laughs> off topic, but we just kind of waiting for Brittany to come back. Um, we should, we should get everything situated. So real, uh, real quick, I just looked up the definition of platonic friendship. Okay. Right. Of course, you know, we're going to give you like 100 answers. One of the answers is a platonic friendship is one in which two people share a close bond, but do not have a sexual relationship. Mm. So... Again, you know, we're talking about platonic friendships, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Jordan and uh, Harper's platonic friendship. Mm-hmm. There isn't really a platonic one. Platonic friendship ended when he popped on Stevie Wonder that night they were studying. Okay, mm-hmm. now let me tell you mm-hmm. that, that, that that song he played. I mean, hey, you know, it it could bring the you magic juices coming out. You know, yeah, but the thing yeah. is, is that was the last time they were really platonic friends yeah. because that's when the heat, they, you know, that's when the stove turned on and 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 the, and the heat started heating up. So yeah, yeah. it's going to always be the, in the backdrop of their, of their friendship. Mm-hmm. The good part about it is, even though it's risky, that's what's going to keep them close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing because they don't, they're not, they're not going to exit other person out. Mm-hmm. Even though the other person should say no when the shit happens, okay? The other person should be like, hey, you're married, or hey, you know, I'm married, or whatever. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, Brady. <laughs> but, um, Brady something wrong. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, look, I, I get it. I get it. You know, you, you got a lot of ladies that come in with that, uh, that, that agenda, you know? Yeah. But um, but as for these two people that we're discussing, you know, I feel like their 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 uh their friendship, you know, is strong and it's not going to end, even though they've had some very uncomfortable and un yeah. uh, uh unnecessary unnecessary situations in their life, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but again, I mean, again, I think the genius in this movie, man, it's just it's so many ups and downs and roller coasters with this movie that i mean 
you probably be on this movie for a, for a good two months, man. If you actually want to break down everything, yeah, you know, yeah. Like um, I, I enjoyed watching them go from where they were in, in college, yeah, to them being full on adults, and some and some of it was like, yeah, they still had some, you know. You know the old desires kick in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I think that I think most of that came out of like the frustration um, of Harper trying to you know get the new book done, still trying to be a good father, be a good husband, and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. And I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm not giving it as an excuse. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that is what you see in movies and sometimes play out in real life you know what i'm saying frustration leads to other things you know you don't feel like you can vent to your partner the way you want to vent so they vent somewhere else and then you know one thing leads to another you know what i'm saying but you again the selfish the selfishness of them both made it difficult for them to have that platonic yeah, um, the real platonic friendship, you know, like oh, yeah. wanted, like you were saying. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like it, it. It gave. It gave light to a situation that a lot of people really don't even talk about. Right. Right. Like I said, you know, they're that couple that you don't hear about. You know, they're that yeah. couple that that. You know they don't really make movies about, right. and um, you know, and even at the end, you know the way they started the 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 uh, the series. I mean, mm-hmm. y- you had hope that they uh, either you were hope that they had. Uh, I'm sorry, I was reading the end. Oh yeah, I'm reading the comments too. I'm putting them uh-huh. up. There, yeah. Um, you would th- hope that they would have finally got together at the end. You know. The magical thing about this series, the magical thing about this movie is that um, if this movie grew with us, you know, it did. And I can definitely say that when I watched it in college, when they were in college and just getting out of, you know, just becoming yeah. professionals. Yeah, yeah. That was around the time that you know I was getting, I was at that part of my life, mm-hmm. and then Batman Holiday came up, you know. Um, Everyone was like a, a young professional there in, in their field and whatnot, and they're excelling. Mm-hmm. That's when I was in my field, and you know, me and my friends, we was excelling and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then when this came up, you know, the, the last one, you know, you're in your forties, you know, people looking older now, like oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Harper. Like I don't know, like it's some scenes that his his eyes were just fat for whatever reason. I don't know why. I'm like every time he got upset, his eyes like they were. Sorry, y'all, we have some technical difficulties here. Oh, it's cool. It's cool, but um, but yeah. So uh, the movie grew with us, and I feel like we can relate to it in so many different ways, you know. So when you see a Harper and a Jordan, you know, you might not see necessarily a Harper, but you definitely will see a Jordan at times, you know. You good over there? Oh. Mm-hmm. So is it good now? Okay, is it refreshing? 
Right, can you hear me? So, but um, as I was saying, relationships, black relationships, it's not always black and white. You have a lot of gray. You know, with friendships, groups of friends, and uh, relationships, you know, you don't always have a bad guy. You may just have a bad situation. Yeah. You know, I, and uh, what I love, like I said, what I love about this show is it's on so many different levels. Love language, uh, uh, love relationships, you know, friendships, the brotherhood, the brotherhood on this show. Okay. I mean, I think that <laughs> we should save a piece of it for Man Cave because the way it ended, the series ended, not to fast forward, but since we're talking about Harper, you know, I want to shout out to his boys that was there for him at the very end. And the, the way the, 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 the scene was set up was just brilliant. I mean, it was, it was definitely brilliant. You know, it, it boy almost brought a tail in my eye because, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you, you don't always have to talk to your brother to know what he's going through. Mm -hmm. You know, I could just see the situation that he's going through and just look at my boys and be like, all right, yo, yeah. let's go. Especially you know, as, as close as they all were. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Now, you've always seen the, the, the ladies get close and, you know, mm -hmm. they got, I mean, guys get close and they joke around. You know, we've always seen the ladies get close. You know, they, uh, not, I saved some stuff for later, but, you know, they got some yeah, uh, sorority yeah. sisters that's in the group. And, you know, uh, then you got the new people, the new women that's in the group. You know that wasn't in college. That was that that was met the, the met their spouse later on. You know, but um, and all these relationships, you know, and see how it intermingled throughout these years, throughout these decades. You know, but um, I think what stays consistent though is that Jordan is a side chick. Oh my gosh, that's what stays consistent. <laughs> I mean, that's fact. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. That is right. fact. I say, I say that. All right. Let's, 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 let's break this. Let's break I say this that for now. this reason. I say that for this reason. Mm. If we look at her progression throughout um, the first installment and the second installment, if you see a married couple and they're together, the ship for you and him has then sailed. So then by the by the third installment, the show, why are you helping to navigate the ship back to where you guys were in the beginning? I mean, come on now. Come on, are you? I'm just saying the, the scene happened. They did what they did. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, so you, you see the cracks in the foundation of the, of their marriage mm -hmm. and you, you still do what you do. And then when they're divorced, and now he's a single free agent, you're like, well, mm, no, I can't be your soft landing, Harper. If we're meant to be, then it will be. You hold everybody else accountable business-wise, but do you hold yourself accountable? Again, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, she's not emotionally intuitive. And she, no. and she, and she Exactly, DB's like she don't want him. She likes the idea of Harper. Does that necessarily make her like a complete side chick? No, I, I just feel like it's just a person who doesn't want the responsibility 
mm. uh, responsible for somebody else's heart. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily make you a complete side chick. Like the side chick is that's, that's side chick culture. It's you 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 want to reap the benefits, but you don't want the responsibility that comes along. She didn't with even want the benefits. She didn't even want the benefits. They could have been smashed, but they didn't. I mean, but that's her, that, that's her. That's her. Every parody. time they was about to, something happened, and it's exactly something happened. But let's say in the series, let's say the accident didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody wasn't in the hospital. Mm-hmm. They were. With, they were inebriated. They had some drinks. They were by themselves mm-hmm. in a cozy atmosphere. If they didn't get a phone call, something else would have happened. True. True. But yes, yes, she Charles Charles herself, is- yes, she does keep putting herself in a position mm-hmm. of being a side chick. Yes, she does, without question. And it's only with the same person. And exactly. Exactly. I, I, and that part, that part baffles me. Because I'm like, here you are, fine, intelligent, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 available. I'm not going to bring any of her, uh, you know, her work accomplishments into it because at the end of the day, that means absolutely did, you know, did the squat. Um, but you still can't find yourself falling for somebody else because you're still holding on to an old idea of something. So you're holding your own self back. Again, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like that, like that necessarily makes her like the side shit. It just makes her hang on. It just makes her, I don't know. I don't know what the term is. I really don't. But it just for me, like when I think of side chick, I think of somebody who's actually reaping the benefits of being with somebody else's name. So the benefits don't always have to be, let's say, financial. She has her own money, but I didn't having, say it had to be money. Yeah, she's no, I'm just saying she's not even getting the penny. Because stuff keeps happening. She got a kiss out the bag. So if there was no obstacle, this girl would be a side chick if she could. Without question. And so what are the benefits? She has the companionship. She has this man that literally has been lusting for her for decades. If you're around side chicks or you understand the side chick culture, it, it's not like I want you as my boyfriend or as my husband. Oh, I want your attention. I want your attention. I want your resources. I want everything besides the part that requires me to do mm. so she gets companionship this man has wanted her for god knows how long mm-hmm. that's such an ego stroke out of all the men out here She's not mm. so why why is his attention so important why does it matter well you can say i think it's almost the same thing that you guys said about harper uh to Jordan Harper's a safe one. He's the one that's been around the whole time. And, uh, you know, that he's been a consistent one that's in her life. Everyone else has been there and out, okay? Ooh. So the third installment, she has a dude on the island, okay? He tries, she don't have time. He tries, she don't have time. She gives him some time. 
He's now he's now busy. Okay. Fast forward to the last dude, Demetrius. I think that's that's how he says his name. Mm -hmm. The character from Power. So she goes back to a jerk. And it's like, and it's like, how did you even like this dude in the first place? You know? So it's like uh, she's self, she's she's a self-sabotager. That's the word I want. Yes. Mm. She's a self-sabotager. Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel like she is deserving of the love that she could get. She wants the same idea of the love that Robin and Harper had, but she doesn't feel deserving enough to have that. So she self-sabotages herself with all of these other gentlemen that she was dealing with. She looks for... God, God thank you. Because I was this person. I was this person. Ooh. I know what it's like to self-sabotage because you feel like I gotta hurt them or I gotta get rid of this situation before they hurt me. Let me let me let me do something. Let me find the granular thing about this person that is so small and minute and make it so big. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. I mean there's many there. people that does that. I've yeah. been there. That's why mm -hmm. I don't think and, and I think that's why I'm not seeing her in a side chick manner. Be, and and I think I think that's the low hanging fruit. That's the low hanging fruit that I think the director wanted us to see. It's like, oh, Robin is just a homewrecker person. No, she's not. She's not. She's emotionally un. She's not emotionally intuitive. She's a self sabotager, and she's selfish because I mean, she wants yeah. she wants what she wants for herself. Yes. She yeah, wants but she I guess wants what's, what's, she hard wants. Me, what's hard for me to understand, though, is, okay, now that he's available, I mean, he's single, he's divorced, Robert is in Africa, why not, you know, manifest what y'all have been trying to do for the past couple decades? Because she finally understood for herself, I don't need to pursue something that I thought I wanted. She came out of that. When she was sitting in that boardroom and she had all the success in the world, everything was coming to her. Everything she finally, she finally ding, she finally hit the golden nugget. And she was just like, you know what? This ain't it. And that's why she told, that's why she told Harper that. Because she finally found her self-worth. She understood that no. I like the idea of you, but I cannot and I will not be with you just because the opportunity presents itself. Well, why not and just like have said, it? Like she said, if it happens, hey, it happens. But I am not going to actively pursue this anymore. And I would I and I encourage you, Harper, not to pursue this anymore. Yeah, I mean, I get the relationship standpoint, but it's like why not just have sex? <laughs> Y'all been, I don't been again, this again, I think, God knows how many years. Just do it. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Why didn't she have sex? Because not that is a, it's not even a slippery slope. Like it, it, it is filled with like crude 
dinosaur oil. Like that's <laughs> there is no way that she can go and have sex with Harper and then dip. After all those years, after all the love, after all mm-hmm. of the relationship, after all the friendship, after all of the rubber band balls, after all of the all of the will they won't they? It I'm t- yes, Brandy, yes, that's the point. Mm, Brandy, you hitting it because the sex would have been, <laughs> and I'm not even saying that. Wow. I'm not, and, and I'm not saying. Ahead, I'm not. I'm not saying that Harper would have not been able <laughs> able to perform, or you know, because they all. You know, when it comes to sex, everything is put on the man. It's just like, oh yeah, well you couldn't do this, so your sex is wet. No, it's not even that. The whole a thing would have been a disappointment. Let me tell you, you know when you have the most clarity in the world? When oh. you, when, thank you. That right there. It would have been like, what the fuck did I just do? But the thing is, I I wonder, I mean, they probably would have had sex had they not got, you know, the call to go to the hospital. So again, like, she was in a, they were in, in, I mean, different space, sure. But she didn't space. think about, oh, this man is still married. And this was the night of like a really big night for Robin. She so. got nostalgic. She got nostalgic from that one from the same night. Where's the picture? Hold on. Where they're watching the movie. I mean, they went to go see the movie together. They went to go see- yes. No, I'm talking okay. about the, the first movie. In the first movie. Oh, I was at the I'm at the final chapters when they went to the premiere to watch the movie. And then yeah. Robin went to go do her thing with her catering. Yeah. And then yeah. he was going to the after party. So mm-hmm. granted, they're all, you know, emotional and nostalgic from watching the movie. Sure. But it's like, since he's still married, and this was still like a really important night for both of them, but you still capitalized <laughs> off of that emotion. Oh. Yes. Brown yes. Sugar. We had so many yes. good movies back then. Yes. That is what I'm saying. Point, yeah. That is what I'm saying. Even if the hookup was bomb, it would have never lived up to an anticipation that had been building up for 25. No, absolutely. No, I absolutely agree. It would I have been agree. a complete disappointment. The sex would have been bomb because you finally got the you finally got the feel with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I guess for me, it's like the time the timing of of Jordan's clarity. It's mm. like, girl, he divorced and single now. Now mm. you want to say, let's not do this. But when he was married, it was like, let's go, green light. So it's just like, that's the part that's not registering for me. Like, because, you were okay I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna when tell he you was married. But now that, why. you know, you have free access to, to him without any guilt, without anything in the way, y'all can go full steam ahead and nothing or nobody can stop you. You're like, eh. All right, no, it's not a good time now. But if it if it were to come up in the future, it's like, girl, all right, now you want to have a conscience. That's right. Sweet. I now, love the, like, I love that. Right now, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not taking her side. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand where she's coming from. Why didn't Why was it all gung ho when Harper was married? Because again, she did not want to be responsible. She was selfish. No, she was. She wanted what she wanted, which exactly is no longer the chase. 
Again, I've been there. I've been there. Like, I know that. Listen, I know this story because I lived this story. Again, that's the part of the side chick mentality. Yes, when you are no longer worth the squeeze. When a man gets a ring, when a man gets in a relationship, Mm. it's, it's supposedly women are going to back off. They're going to respect the marriage. And it's like (laughs) this sacred union. I am going to step back and get out of the way. Oh my gosh. When women see men that. that are committing and they're being solely focused on their wife, that's more attractive for women. So that it's the thrill of the chase. It's a game for them. I want to see if I can still get his attention. I want to see how much I can get from this person in their dynamic, knowing they're in a dynamic. How much can I squeeze out of him? That's that's side chick mentality. It's it's disgusting and it's awful. Mm. But now that he's available, it's like mm, I don't I don't want it anymore. You know what's funny? Before before you said this point, babe, I honestly thought that was going that was just uh, the director's way of just like not giving us what what the, what what we wanted because mm-hmm. I can't understand how they did hook up after that either. You know, like mm-hmm. after years of you know wanting each other, lust for each other, and being unavailable, you're finally available. I'm finally available. I mean, let's just kind of see. Like, I would have been like Harper. Like, hey, you know, let's see what's going on, you know? But you made a good point. When you were chasing somebody for so long, I think you fall in love with the chase. Like, that's what you're loving. You're loving the chase. And then when a person comes completely available, it's like, eh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. It don't make any sense, but I understand it. Because, I mean, that's how life is with some people. You got the the alpha males, the alpha females that has a thrill of the chase. And that's what they do. So, yeah. hence why you have people that go after somebody. They get them and they break up. They go after yeah. somebody else. They get that person and they break up. You know? that's, so, that's narcissism. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bit of that. Yeah, it that's is. That's classic. You and know, I'm, but... I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't want to be together. I think that would have been corny. Yeah, it would have been very corny. Super corny. If I was Robin, I would have felt the way like, so y'all was plotting the whole time to do this? The whole goddamn time. <laughs> y'all was plotting the whole time to do this? <laughs> but, I mean, like Drea said, no, Harper's also accountable for, you know, maintaining his marriage and being faithful. Not taking the... You know, the <laughs> because the happily ever after went to Lucius Lyon and the wife. I can't remember their names. Quentin and Shelby. That relationship, <laughs> I cannot wait to dissect. You know, and it can, it, it really like <laughs> leaves me like dumbfounded. Like Shelby was really with merch in the beginning. Yep. Like y'all yep. just yeah. these people to rent. Yep. Okay. But like you live for about that. In real life, in real life. How many times have we seen that happen? How many times have we seen circles kind of? Yeah. Yep. Very. <laughs> look at Hollywood. That's right. Look at the music <laughs> industry. You ain't got to look at Hollywood. You can look at Baltimore. 
I've seen some. For, the, for those who Ooh. don't know, but you know, they have they are happy Baltimore. and they have some beautiful kids, and you know, Baltimore. very small, very small. <laughs> That's a whole nother. Oh man, that need to be another another show. But you know what I'm talking about too. That need to be a whole. What how Baltimore baby. small? No, the whole this person is not with this person, and you're like, what the hell? So yeah, there. Dairy's friends have a, quite an interesting. I'm not putting names out there, but yeah, you know, gonna I'm gonna just that. say that you know you, you never right. know you what five years down the line. I mean, <laughs> you never know what five years is gonna bring. So I'm gonna say, you know, but um, but yeah, I mean that's life. That's that's yeah, that's life. Funny. You know, it is life. life, and I think that was the I think that was the most beautiful thing about the movies and the series is that what you think that you want it to be such a beautiful you know slow motion walk off and fade away the black you know at the end of the movie <laughs> it came to an abrupt stop like yeah no this is it i choose me i choose me i yeah. choose me i choose my family and then it just went on and i thought yeah. that was like so real because that's what we that's what that's what the life that's what life is it that's is what life is we don't always get the fairy tale in is that we want no and, and that's what i said with the thing with this sh the show was it it kind of follows us in real life like you know if you were born in you know 70s and 80s and you were at least in high school when the first one came out or probably in college you can relate completely to each one of these movies because when it released, it was at the same time, or at least similar time of your life, you know. And uh, and yeah, at the end, you know, uh, what twenty years later, you're thinking that oh, or Harper and and Jordan will finally get together, and no, they don't, you know. And you know, funny about it is something like that kind of reminds me of the Terminator, because the Terminator went, uh, I got a good. A decade and a half trying to stop something that ended up happening in the end, at the end. So, you know, thing, I feel like movies like that keeps your attention and it's not going to always give you what you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's life. Yeah. So, yeah. Could mm -hmm. you both have seen, could you both have seen Jordan with a child? No. No. I, I, yeah. I, honestly believe that jordan is afraid of anything that takes her away from her from her career like i think with jordan career comes first hence why she can get a man but she can't keep a man you know and i mean hell uh uh, uh, uh shelby well we didn't see her getting married but she still had a kid now of course we'll save who father was but she still managed to have a kid so you don't have to be married to have a child you know um, i think jordan is one of those career-minded women where career comes first everything else comes second so if you could fit into her availability you know fit to her schedule then um you know you're there for but i mean you know she says with you but you're not going to get all of her 
a child is going to take all of you and she's not even available to do that with the man to have a child with but i think a part of her deep down really wanted a child like she was very nonchalant in the beginning like oh there's a possibility blah 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 but i think when you see her break down in the car with Lance, I think this is something that she really wanted. Um, and I think looking at fertility from an older black woman's perspective is very touchy and I'm glad they they focused on it. And um, you got to see her like in her raw emotions, which is very rare because Jordan can be very always there for other people, but you never see her break down, you know, from this hard outer shell to see who she is as a person like very vulnerable she really you know laid her soul out there um i think she did want the child because if you think about it unconditional love from somebody but there's also that control piece like this is somebody this is a person that will listen to me that has to listen to me i can give orders and I, i'm in charge of this baby i'm in charge of this life and it gives her purpose because granted, you have the business, you have, you know, she she can be a good friend, but it's like, I want purpose. I want to say that I have love. Like, you all have children, you all have spouses, you all have somebody that you can kind of bounce ideas off of and have this dynamic. I don't have that. So if I were to have this child, now this is a part of me, I can make it work. This is my dynamic now. I, I remember that part real good. Yeah. Who, 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 who was she pregnant by? Because I don't really, I, I, I vaguely remember that, but I, I can't remember that in detail right at the moment. It was, it was a guy from Jordan Power. School? Yeah. Oh, oh, the, the asshole. Oh, wow. The one that was helping to fund like federal prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I, I saw it oh, wow. differently. Like, okay. I think it was the lack of control that she would have that kind of kept her from not wanting to be pregnant. I think that's what it was, you know, because like you said, like you you, you came from this perspective of, you know, you can control this child, you can tell her what to do, why to do it. When, when you have a child, yeah, no, nah, that's not how it works. No, the child no, runs the house. Right. Sure. <laughs> the child runs the house and mm -hmm. George being the person that she is, yeah, she ain't feeling that. She's not feeling that. She was never feeling that. Um, so, I mean, she lived through, she lived vicariously through the God children, through right. Lance's children. Right. And, I, and that's I mean, why she was so close with uh, LJ. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I get it. Children are lack of control, but Jordan's also very calculated. So, I think her You can't be calculated and a parent at the same time. Them niggas, her, them, her, them reaction really, her reaction spoke volumes that really felt. Because, I mean, ladies, I'm looking at y'all right now. Have some of y'all had a pregnancy scare? And when it came back negative, you were doing like the hallelujah dance? Because <laughs> you knew damn well he was a she was didn't a have that reaction. And you let him bust in you. She <laughs> didn't have that reaction. She was sad. And it was a genuine sadness. So I think a part of her really wanted that baby. I think I think all women, not all, but I would say majority of women, when the opportunity comes, they do want to experience motherhood. Okay. Of course. I think most 
adults want to want, want to experience parenthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, it's in our DNA to to, to procreate. Right. That's what we're made to but, do. But some people put life in front of it, and you know, and later mm-hmm. in your life, when you're in your late thirties and early forties, you feel like, oh, it's too late, and then you get a glimpse of it, and it's like, oh, wow, you know, I, I can still be a parent. And yeah, it'll be heartbreaking. That would generally be heartbreaking, you know. I mean, especially in a woman's in a woman's mind, because they're supposed to have a time limit, and then once they get past that "quote unquote" uh, 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 time limit, they become a high risk. But a high risk don't mean that you can't have kids. It means it's just you're a high risk. You can lose a baby. That's it. So that's why you have Janet Jackson who had a baby at what forty something, you know. But um, but yeah. So we're in we're we're in the uh, society that says once a, a woman becomes you know definitely in her forties, oh she she'll have the kids by now. She'll never be a she'll never be a mother, which is which is not true. I mean, flat out not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. I mean the the thing that More I know one way to be a bird. Yeah, oh, the definitely. thing I noticed oh, with and it goes back to Didi's comment. We see Jordan as a godmother. And by far, she is probably the the best at it in that season, especially looking at LJ. He confided in his godmother over his own father. Yes, yes. And just to see how Jordan handled him with care and allowed him to be himself, and she still loved him regardless, and she wasn't one to, like, babble his secrets to everyone, like, you need to tell your father she's just like look i'm a safe space make it work and i think when she was able to see the love that lance had for lj when he went missing yes uh-huh that love is different like is she capable of a relationship love no but when she saw that like godmother godchild love and when she was able to witness the parent child love that's something that I do think inherently she really wants because that kind of love is truly unconditional. It's not, it's like you got on my nerves. I don't like the way you breathe. I'm dumping you. That love (laughs) is unconditional when, I mean, Lance wasn't supportive of LJ in the beginning, but it's like, sir, that's your child. Yeah. That that's the love that you got to learn to accept it because it gets no deeper than a parent child like that. Right. Yeah. I see my friends now. With their children that love is strong and oh, i yeah. love seeing my friends in that parent role because it's mm. like wow this person came out of her like just the way i see my friends look at their children that's something mm. that both Derry and i aspire to right. i mean it's such a genuine connection and i just love to see it so i think right. her disappointment in the car was genuine like i yeah. really want to i really want someone to love i want someone that granted she likes to be in control but at the heart of it all like I just want unconditional love for me. I see it around me, but I want that for myself. I may not get it in the relationship realm, but maybe I can try this parental realm. I'm good at that. I'm good at being the auntie and the godmother. It would have been nice if I had a chance to even explore being a mom. And there's a lot of women that's out here that's like that. Like they experience that unconditional love from their children. Mm-hmm. And you know the best love they'll have will not be from a man it'll be from that ch- from that child you know because a child's yeah. love is unconditional. Fortunately, 
That can go left. <laughs> it can. I mean, it can. can but it's, you know, I see where Brittany's coming from, especially being at the age that I am now. You know, I've been in daddy mode for years. And, you know, right. I, I know that <laughs> me and Brittany get, get blessed in that way. I'm going to be screaming from the mountain, you know? But um, but being at this age and you see it around you so much, you know, and it's like, oh well, when is it gonna happen to me? Yeah, you know, and uh, and and if, if you're a woman that's single or you know you're half dating some dude that's an asshole or whatever, you know, the best thing to come out of that relationship will be someone that love you. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I believe the tears were genuine. Yeah, have what I think she would have been the best mother, possibly at that part of her life. I mean, she was definitely at a different age in her life. She would have been a good mother as a younger, uh, you know, a younger mother. She would, I feel like she just wouldn't be able to do that. But you know, I, I do think that she would have probably been a better mother at a at a later age. That makes sense. So I think, I think coming from like the independent black woman perspective, I think she's finding her voice now. Like at the end, she kind of walked out of her business meeting like, yeah, no, it's all about me now. So I think she would have been a better mother now. I think in her 20s and 30s, she was so focused on, you know, being her best self in the business realm that I don't think a baby would have been in the cards for her. But I think now that she's, you know, been through some stuff and seeing stuff happen around her, and she's evolving into like, you know what? I'm at the top. Where else can I go? Like, I need to put myself first. And I think that would have been a time for her um, to have a child because it looked like she was trying to slow down life because mm, it was right. so physically demanding. And she's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not mm -hmm. doing this anymore. But I think mm -hmm. the, the reason why I res it resonates so much is because as, a, as Black women, fertility is something that, you know, when we get over a certain age is, is on our minds. Yes. And just yes. see, like, again, in your teens, in your 20s, we're trying to have our hot girl summer. Mm -hmm. um, and not all of us are ready to be mothers. So if we even have the mm -hmm. thought come across our mind, like, I could potentially be pregnant, we're thinking about, okay, loss of partying, loss of a social life, loss mm -hmm. of traveling. Maybe mm -hmm. I can't be as established in my career. Maybe I can't do this. I'm going to miss out on X, Y, and Z. But now that we're settled and we're in a space where life is is settling, we're in our careers, our bodies may not be, you know, in the same mode as it was in our 20s. But us being pregnant at our age now is kind of like, okay, like, okay, I can see myself <laughs> doing this. But it's hard when, you know, you have, how old are you again? You don't have no kids. What you waiting for? So I just feel like this thought of motherhood is just shoved in black women's faces. And so imagine having that opportunity to prove people wrong and then it's taken away from you, just the option. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the few times where I'm like, uh, Jordan, my heart, baby, my heart breaks for you. And it, it was a really good scene. And I, I love the fact that it was Lance in the car and not yeah. Harper. That it was yeah. not merch, that it was not cute. They would not have handled her the same way that Lance did. Lance did the best thing. Sometimes you gotta sit and let people feel. Yeah. I think yeah. Harper would have been extremely awkward. Yeah. I think he would have made it 
he would have tried to dissect it. He would have tried to dissect it and made it about him. Like, well, made it about him. Who you having sex with? That's not that. Well, you didn't want to have a kid with him anyway, because you know he was an asshole. Right, but I think because Harper's selfish, that that scene would have gone left because he would have made it about him. Like, well, Mm. we didn't have sex, so who was it with? I didn't know you were having sex. Man, man, I think that's wow. You just said something, yo. Yeah. Because I'm like, to have that scene with so much emotion with someone who did not have the emotion and learn that emotion from his wife. Yes. He learned how to be emotionally intelligent. He learned how to be emotionally intuitive even through his hump fest <laughs> like even Woo! through that like he Woo! still allowed her that space yeah yeah because he understood he understood what it took to have that space because what he went through it with me and i mean exactly Nobody else was equipped for that moment. No, no other man else. in the series. Merch would have probably got off the car and ran away. Like, I don't wasn't. know what to do. Merch would have mm-hmm. been so scared. He would have been, he'd have freaked out. <laughs> he he probably would have called, like, if somebody come and I. It had heard. to be land. It had to be land. But you know land. what? If you think about it, though, the, the, the character Mia played, she was the glue that kept everyone together. You know, uh, on the second installment, she was sitting there smoking weed with Q, you know, and um, it's like she did. She had moments with her friends that was just between them, you know, uh, one of them was a sorority sister, you know, one of them was a friend from college, you know, and she was such a caring person, a caring woman in general that even to the day she passed, you know, her 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 gift was all of them being in the same household so of course lance learned that and lance learned things from me that he's never learned from exactly. any female exactly. oh man I, I gotta save all that stuff for we all talk about them because I, I think oh lance's story is phenomenal but um, you know it's uh but again you know when it comes down to just the dynamics you know lance being there for for uh jordan you know, like you said, it could only be Lance. Nobody else could have been there. Nobody. It else would, no, been none there. of the females. You know, just somebody that understood, like that moment. You know, that wasn't biased, wasn't judgmental, that that wouldn't try to solve anything. And sometimes, yeah, you just don't. You don't need to say anything. You just be that shoulder to cry on. Some people just. You know what happened to that? You know, I don't have to hear your voice. I, I don't need you to explain nothing. Just let me fucking cry. You know? And, and, and that, that, those are fun. Those are real fun. Like he was mm-hmm. going through it. He was going through it. Yes. And he still yes. found that space to yes. be like, my friend needs me. A true, yes. Yeah, a true platonic friendship. And I think people underestimate the beauty of it. Like just being able to have somebody of the opposite sex that you can be vulnerable with, just like you can be vulnerable with your homegirls. 
it's yeah. truly as gratifying when you can have that in the opposite sex and that moment was a beautiful moment of a man and a woman in a strictly platonic friendship sharing vulnerability and nothing more and nothing less um yes. again harper and and her harper and jordan it just it would have been too convoluted and it yeah. would have been away from the moment mm-hmm. and we would have focused on again the dynamic as opposed to she's mourning the loss of a child and yeah. I just thought the scene was, was brilliant. It was. I mean, going through that, those that actually think that, oh, you know, we're about to hit parenthood and find out that either they're not pregnant or they have a miscarriage. I mean, it is heartbreaking, especially yeah. if you're at a time in life where that's, you know, that's the one thing that's missing, you know? Yeah. And um, and I feel like that, that part of her life, that was the one thing that was missing. You know, she would have been able to support the baby with no problem. She probably still be able to travel like she want to and everything. But to have that that love that she's been craving for for some year for, for decades, taking from you, you know, it, it just rips your heart out. Yeah. You know, it's like in looking at Jordan, you know, everybody else has had character development, like single dating children jordan has been businesswoman businesswoman failed relationship businesswoman that's been the constant for her and it's Mm -hmm. like finally this is my time where i can be greater than just a businesswoman be more than Mm -hmm. just a businesswoman Mm -hmm. and it's like never mind i don't have that option anymore so it's back to businesswoman it, it, you know, give me for, for paying devil's advocate, but there are a lot of women that's like that. You know, when they get into their 40s, that don't have any children, and it's like, you know, is this it? You know, am I not going to be a mother at all? And like I said, we're under this impression of once you're in your 40s, and you know, you're 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 stuck where you are. I mean, I've seen a woman get married, get remarried at 60. And when I say glow, this woman had a glow to her that I, we didn't see until she got remarried to that man. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's nothing that's set in stone and nothing is out of the options unless you want it to be, you know. And, uh, you know, I just got to put things in God's hands. Yeah. But, you know, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 I'm glad that they put that in there. I mean, I vaguely remember it because it was towards the end. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like a shocking scene because it kind of came out of nowhere, and it was like, "Oh wow, like this is this is a left this is a left turn." Like, <laughs> yeah, because this isn't even with a dude that she married. This isn't even a dude that she should even be with. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a straight up asshole, yeah. and she got pregnant by the dude, and it's like, "Oh, where is this going?" But you know what's and funny? She got. I mean, granted, like what he did to to get his money wasn't the wasn't the best. But it's like he's a businessman. I thought you like businessmen. You're a businesswoman, and sometimes you gotta step on some necks to get what you want. So it's not like you didn't do some underhanded, sneaky stuff too, and especially in that industry. So it's he like he's a blatant they, asshole, though. I mean, that was different. I mean, to disrespect your friends like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I understand yeah. where you're coming from, because yeah, he was business-minded, but he was blatant. Yeah, that that came from a that came from a, a jealous space. Yes, 
in in that in that point in time where we're all we're all foible. You know what I'm saying? We all have the capacity to have the not so good emotions and and uh, uh, traits come yeah. to the surface. And yeah. he just picked a shitty time to do it. Um, no time would have been great, but he he picked a really shitty time to do it. Yeah, like he just came. He came from a, a, a jealous spot, you know what I'm saying? Because he thought that Jordan was like his only one, or he thought that Jordan felt like he was her only one when mm. it was something yeah. else brewing. And you know, sometimes the the ego, and I'm not even trying to label it as a male or female. I'm just saying the ego sometimes mm-hmm. cannot take certain things exactly when yeah. especially when it challenges your world view oh yeah so yeah yeah oh god we done went way you know, over the time yeah we way over time y'all we gotta go like <laughs> i'm just saying I'm, I'm happy with the ending i'm happy with the cliffhanger i'm glad that they did not get together like charles said that would have been very corny and very like beneath us because it's just like Sometimes you, you 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 like that feeling of anticipation, and then you know, like Brandy said, it happens, and it probably would have been like lackluster. It's low hanging fruit, and I'm glad it didn't go for it. Yeah. So, um, thank you, thank you, Darius, for popping on and giving us your wonderful, you. wonderful insight. You always, always welcome here. I mean, you don't have no thank choice. You, thank you. Thank you. Right, we um, live in the same house. <laughs> <laughs> But you are so welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you being a fan. We appreciate you being a supporter. We appreciate you. Uh, you know, just just I appreciate you for loving Brittany. Thank you, man. I I appreciate you. You became a brother from another mother. You already know. You already know. As we always Mm -hmm. do at this time, we give you the guest. The solo. <laughs> Tell the world what you got going hey, on. Oh, well, you know me. I'm just working and paying bills. But I want to do what I always do. I'm going to go ahead and promote the show. Get out there, folks. And get these t-shirts. Get the merch. Please. Because my baby and my brother have been growing. The show has been growing. I have been very, very, very proud of y'all. I mean, I brag about y'all on a regular basis. I share the oh, show as much as I can. And I've had people come to me about the show. I've had people come to me asking questions and whatnot. And um, man, just keep doing y'all. I'm going to always be there to support. So love y'all. Love you. Love you too, bro. We appreciate you. Yeah. All right, y'all. So y'all know what to do. If y'all want to be a part of the show at any time, all you got to do is what? Inbox the page. Inbox the page. Inbox If you, I didn't inbox the page in- last week, and I wasn't invited. So you need to inbox the page. <laughs> I mean, we're the they rules don't do favoritism here. The rules are the rules. <laughs> rules Y'all, are I'm, rules. I'm, I'm, kid you not. My husband really thought he was coming on the show last week. <laughs> well, it was his birthday for one, but two, he didn't inbox the page. The rules are the rules. The rules are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he inboxed the page. I have the the screenshot of him inboxing. Did you use proof? So, right. so who we talking about next week? Who we talking about next week? Before we get next about week, it, we are talking about what dynamic is 
Mm. I love Quentin and Shelby. Quentin and Shelby, uh, it is. Yo, I love. When I say I love yeah. this couple, I love this couple so I'm much. A little, I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm a little on the fence. I don't. Of course you are, and I can't wait to hear. Uh, you. I love them, but I'm just like. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh man. Next At week. The end of the uh, day, y'all. If you want to be a part, if you want to be a part of next week's show, if you want to come and. You got a whole lot of opinions, like my co-hosts here, plural. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you want to come on that. and inbox the page, we'll get you on. Inbox the page. Link. It's easy peasy. It's nothing to it. You guys, what's um, funny? Charles and I, sometimes we be going head to head on this show, and it get real hot <laughs> to the point y'all are like, are they going to survive this? Y'all, when, when it's over, we be laughing. Like, yeah, we laugh. We, laugh. we crack up. Backstage, we, we crack up. We be in the heat of the moment, though, where I'm like, what? <laughs> Nuh-uh, we, no, we ain't finna do that. So what you eat for dinner? You good? Exactly. exactly. Oh, man. It's so exactly. funny. I love it. So, I look yes. at it. <laughs> right. So inbox page, y'all. Y'all know what y'all want to do. Like, comment, and share 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 listen it don't cost y'all nothing but it means the world to us that you just even click like that you click follow that you click subscribe that you just that that you share this out listen it means the world it means the world to us (laughs) because i'm telling you before we even pop on Tonight we got a new follower, and I was just like, "Oh, shoot. I oh. saw that too." I was like, "Hey, girl!" Oh, you know this person? I, I do. Uh, I'm asking. I don't. Oh, see, see, do you I see? Do you no. see? Do you, you see? Who, you never know. You yeah. never know who we might reach. Yeah. So please continue to share. Follow like, our pages. Follow everywhere. Follow Instagram page, whatever mine is. Yeah, follow our Insta. Yes. You can even follow me on Facebook. I'm real, like, I'm really a cool individual in real life. You can follow my page on Facebook. If you watch the page, if you've commented. I was about to say something about this weekend, but I'm going (laughs) to. Yeah, we're not going to this weekend. But if I see you commenting on the page, I'm I'm giving you a friend request because I truly love you and love the support. Ooh. So please accept me. I'm not oh, weird. That's a good topic. We should do that. I will Ooh, definitely. I will. Randy, I will. Yes. I will gladly sit out that episode because. Mm. Sit out. Why are you gonna sit it out? I mean, because it's. Not, I mean, I, I want. I want that space to be. For you guys and she like you said she wanted from a female oh from a woman and a man's perspective oh yeah, yeah i'm on that show then i'm there i'm there i'm there i'm there i'm on I'm I'm about butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so um so yeah uh see y'all next week we love y'all so much thank y'all for joining uh we'll catch y'all uh, sometime during the week uh yeah holla <laughs> bye <laughs>